Welcome to Help Stop the Genocide in American Ghettos podcast. I'm your host, Emmanuel Barbie. This evening, we have a special guest, Minister Jennifer Devine from Nigeria. Okay, you're on the air. All right, thank you, um, my wonderful host, um, Emmanuel Barbie from Chicago. Thank you, my wonderful host, Emmanuel Babi. I'm glad that um, you are hosting me tonight on your podcast. I just want to thank God for this wonderful privilege that um, you've given me to share the word of God with um, the wonderful audience and the brethren in this forum. And the book God bless you and bless your vision and enlarge your course. All right, um, tonight I want to discuss on the topic that says the power of praise. Um, but before I go into the topic, I want to introduce myself again. Um, the Bible Minister Jennifer, and a gospel music minister, and the um, teacher of the world by grace. And I'm speaking to you from all the way from um, Lagos, Nigeria. And um, before we start, I want to say a short prayer. As God and our Father in heaven, um, we present our talk tonight before you. Spirit divine, direct us, teach us, make us to learn the things that we need to know about the power of praise, about praise and worship. But at the end of this ministration, Lord, we will have a new vision. And we understand better what it takes to praise and worship you with the glory of your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, tonight, like I said, we are going to look into the topic that says the power of praise. Um, in Psalm 34, David discovered that the power of praise, that it can usher us into the presence of God. David discovered this, that the praise can usher us into the presence of God. Give us the heavenly vision, lift us from our burdens and troubles. When we are talking of praising God, no matter the circumstances, you feel it that you are free. You feel it that God is being lifted. Even though those problems are still there, but you will get a, you will get a relief from them at the moment you are praising God. So and um it, it triggers the supernatural when you are praising God. It makes things that are extraordinary to begin to happen around you. That is the power of praise. When we talk about praising God, I want us to understand the benefit that you get from praising God as a child of God. When we talk about praising God, I want us to understand that there are things that you cannot be able to get through fasting. But when you praise and worship God, you get them. Factor. I want us to understand that by the time you are praising God, that the things that you will not be able to do, you will see yourself being able to do them. That is the power of praise. Praise can go beyond our own imagination. Praise, as we have read, can push us into the presence of God. When you want to commune with God, you want to tell God the things you want, you want to tell God your problems, you start by praising Him. You start by worshiping Him. That draws His attention to you. That makes him give a listening gift to you. Because we understand that no matter how you think your body is, with God, all things are possible. There is not 
nothing beyond the, the power of God. And how do you impose the power of God in your circumstances? The situation that you think that nothing can be done about it again, I want to tell you that with praise and worship, you can invite the presence of God into that situation and that situation will be solved. And that is what I'm trying to let us know tonight, that we learn how to praise and worship in God in the beauty of his holiness. Again, in Psalm 100 verse 4, the psalmist said, Enter into his presence with thanksgiving, and into his court with praise. Enter into his presence with thanksgiving. Over the time, we, we, we always want to present our cases and problems and troubles and burdens to Lord. Without appreciating him for the work that he has done for us. It is wrong. When you enter his presence, enter with thanksgiving first. Praise him. Even in the midst of those trials and temptations, praise him. In the midst of those things that are things that are impossible, with man it can be impossible, but with God, all things are possible. In his presence, everything is complete. Only that we don't know the benefit. We don't understand the God that we serve. Sometimes we doubt. Sometimes we don't believe, even though we confess them with our lips. But inside our heart, we don't believe that yet this God is able to protect. So that is why the psalmist is giving us the command that we should enter his presence with a grand cross with praise. Praise him. There's no other place where you can commune with God. There's no other place where you can communicate with God without praise. Through singing, you can tell God your body. Through singing, at the end of the day, you'll be able to remember what those problems are, even though they are lying there. But because you have praised him, because you have done the first thing first, because you have done the fundamental thing, if God knows where to meet you, he knows the problems that you are facing. So that is why the psalmist says you should enter into, into his court with thanksgiving and his presence with praise. That is it. And in First Peter chapter 2 verse 10, the Bible says, for ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood and holy nation, a peculiar people that ye should show forth the praise. Listen again. He said that ye, that is the duty of man, you should show forth the, 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 the praise of him who called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. You can see that we can't do without praise. You can see that it is a command. For our own good. Whenever you find your prayer, your, your, yourself, whatever situation, whatsoever, don't forget to always lose your tongue and give it praise. That is the only thing that it demands from us. It doesn't, God doesn't need your money. No matter how rich you may think you are, He doesn't need your money. He is the one that gave you those, those, those wealth. He's the one that gave you the life that the air that you breathe. Without you praying, He gave you all this. The only thing that he demands from us is that we should praise him. And when we are praising God, it is our for our own good, not for his own good. Though he delights himself, but he said he will do us more favor than he who we are giving his praise. Now, I want us to see the power of praise that, um, as I said, is the topic of tonight's talk and message. The power of praise. What has the people in the Bible done through praise and they succeeded. And um, the first instance we are going to um, listen in um, Second Chronicles chapter 20. 
the second Chronicles chapter 21, what happened then? In this chapter, we were able to see how the children of Moab and the children of Ammon came against Jehoshaphat to battle. You know, at first, fear gripped Jehoshaphat. How am I going to face this battle? What am I going to do? Fear came upon him when the people were coming to, you know, to battle with him. So fear gripped him. Um, but he set himself to speak the Lord and declare fasting in the land of Judah. That is the, 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 the man that, you know, that, that knows the right thing to have the right time. When trouble came, setting him, battle was coming closer to him to defeat him, to swallow him. He remembered one important thing that he ought to do. He seek the face of the Lord. He went into fasting and declared fasting in the land of Judah. While they were waiting upon the Lord in prayers and fasting, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, and he said, Do not be afraid, for the Lord will grant you victory over your enemies. They all bowed down and worshipped the Lord. Did you see what happened here? They all bowed down. What did they do? They worshipped the Lord. Because they know that through this channel, we are closer to our victory. Through this channel, we are going to receive positively from the Lord. So they, 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 they forgot every other thing. They even though they were afraid, but yes, they know that they, they have a God that is able to solve all problems. So they went into the presence of God, they worshiped Him, they praised Him, they gave Him that in which He delights so much. And what happened after they are praised? So the next day, Jehoshaphat appointed singers unto the Lord. You can see the person that is led by the Spirit of God. After they worship the Lord, Jehoshaphat did not survey. He went ahead to appoint special singers. That is why the power of praise, the power of what praise can do in our life, we cannot save them all. They are numerous. They are uncountable. You know, just as um I'm just looking into a personal channel tonight. Maybe in part two of it, you can go for and get uh, explain more. So Jehoshaphat did the simplest mathematics and said, okay, if I should do this and minorities and do this, I think that we will get the right answer. And he appointed singers. He didn't do any other thing than appointing that singers according to this very chapter, Second Chronicles chapter 2. When you read it, you see the whole thing. And in verse 22, the Bible recorded that when they began to sing and to praise God, you see, when they began to sing and to praise God, is that the people that are called to, sing, to work uh, in the ministry of singing, like I'm privileged to be one, like I told you, I'm a gospel music um, a minister and a preacher also by the special grace of God. So when these people that are gifted in this very particular aspect, aspect to things, something unique happened, something special happened. An answer came to them. So God said, "Unjustment against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, and they were smitten." The moment praise started to go up to heaven, the moment their worship was ever your mighty God. The moment they raised their hearts, they did not want just. I, I believe 
that first type of thinking and praying wasn't just an ordinary one. It was a prayer that was done with the spirit. It was a prayer that was done with every heart. In fact, every or, or whatever that, that they were, they gave it to God to their prayer. It wasn't just an ordinary prayer. Not just an empty prayer. It was a prayer that was offered as a sacrifice. And he got to heaven and heaven there and gave them victory. And these people that we are in fear, remember when these people announced they are coming for the battle, they were in fear. He grieved them, even their, their, their leaders, the shepherds. He didn't know what to do, he didn't know where to pass. But because the Spirit of God is still in him, first they gave God's worship. And after they worshiped the Lord, he appointed the special singers to raise praise unto heaven because he knew that solution will come from there. And that was how God gave them victory over the, 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 the children of Ammon, Moab, and the Mount Seir. God gave them victory and they killed all of them. You can see what praise can do when I said the power of praise. You know, it's not everything. I'm not saying that fasting and prayer is no good. When you are fasting, more of the thing you get is that you get more power. Oh yes, you get more power when you fast, when you separate yourself to fast. Not like Jesus did when he was on the mountain. So he was filled with power. So fasting is good, and when you pray, it is good. Each and every one of these has what it does in the life of a Christian. But when you pray, that is when you move God. When you pray, that is when you move him from his throne. You begin to do things that he has that are extraordinary. Things that you think that no, in fact, it's not it's not possible. Things that are impossible begin to be possible. Not it calls to have great God. Just imagine a scenario whether you are hearing this a, a melody, if you are hearing a sweet music, and you just hand up to say, Where is it? If you are looking up through the through, through, through your window to say, Where are where is this sweet sound coming from? We're looking where we are looking at how it is to God when we praise it. When you praise him and he, 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 he prays, go straight to him and he hears you. He will look down on you and say, oh, where is this my child praising me from? And by the time he discovers your problems that you think that are problems, that are impossible, God begins to go for Things that are impossible will begin to be possible because we have given him that which is the life story. And another instance is um, the, the instance of Paul and Silas. We all know about the, the, the story of Paul and Silas in the place. These young men were, you know, preachers of the gospel, and they were preaching, going along the city, and the woman that was possessed with the spirit of, you know, you know, um, the wrong vision. I call it the wrong vision because he says tomorrow, quite all right, but the spirit behind what she was thinking was not of God. It was an evil spirit that was using her. To say things that happen. That is why when people are running out of the looking for miracles, looking for where something will happen, they don't bother to know the source from which their 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 their, um, their prophecy are coming from. All they want is that they want to be prophesied to. That there is this man of God here, there is this man of man of God here, this prophet, the prophetess, and they keep pushing, they keep running out of the and looking and speaking. When the Bible says that we speak first the kingdom of God and every other thing shall be added. But in this case, you see people speaking, they want to, they want, they anywhere they hear the sound of a prophet or a prophet, they run after them and they will be true. 
And this woman that was recorded here in the Bible that was following Paul and Silas was one of best. He was one of them in his case tomorrow. When you come to her, she can tell you what will happen to you tomorrow. Even though the king will likely quote you. But the source from which that vision or the prophecy was coming from was the wrong one. So Paul and Silas would then discover that the spirit behind what the woman was saying, even though she was following this, was not of God. And they revealed the spirit and they delivered the woman. And that was where their battle started. The people that that that, um, that the woman was working for because after seeing or giving you prophecy, you have to make some payment and this money will go to the people that own the woman. So when they discover that the spirit behind what you know the money that we are making has been cast out by Paul and Silas, they, they presented them to the to, to, to the, um, the, the, the leader. Let me say they all, or maybe they, they are present, or in fact, they presented them to the, to the people that will condemn them. They condemned what they were doing and said that these people have come to destroy all that we have, they have come to destroy our work and this and that. And they reported Paul and Silas, and that was how they were wrongly choice and were thrown into the prison. That was the only thing that Paul and Silas did because they casted out the demon that was inside the woman. That was giving giving a wrong process. But it didn't bother them because they knew who they were in, in Christ. When they were in the prison yard, the Bible recorded that around midnight they started praying and singing. Look at it again, the essence of the power of praise, what praise can do, which is our topic. At midnight, the Bible recorded that they started praising. And praying and singing praises unto the God. And while there we are praying and praising God, something unique happened. The Bible recorded that heaven sent a violent earthquake. I didn't know that earthquake has levels. The Bible, Bible describes this one as a violent one. So it's not just an earthquake that was sent down, it was a violent one. The one that doesn't have this, the one that can destroy whatsoever. The one that can break chains and open doors, even without anybody touching it, you can see the power of it. And when heaven sent that violent earthquake, the earthquake went straight to the prison yard and got through every of the prisoners. <laughs> Hallelujah. Not even only Paul and Pilate. They were on their own singing, praising God. But this earthquake, when it came down, it got loose all of the prisoners. Both Paul and Silas, they were sent to prison. And when the, 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 the captain in charge of them discovered what happened, in fact, he was amazed. He merely wanted to, to kill himself. He thought that all the prisoners had escaped. And when you read it, read it, Acts of Apostles, chapter 26, chapter 16, verse 25, you read it down. So out of fear,
So, and that was how he cut everything sure that was out. Paul and Silas were set free just by the power of praise. Just by the power of praise. I tell you again, if you have not been doing it, that's great. When you are in trouble, the fastest thing that will cross your heart rest comes unto God. Praise him. He said, in every situation, we find ourselves with stupid praise. So, whenever you find yourself, or you think that all has
All right. All right. Uh, thank you again for um, showing up on the show. And whenever you feel led about coming back on here, you're more than welcome to do so. Um, I want to encourage all of my listeners out there that's listening to this podcast, especially those that's on my friends list on Facebook and those that's in my um, social groups. Uh, if you have a ministry, uh, please um, make arrangements with me so that way you can come on the show. Um, I'm giving you free airtime, and I'm trying to use this technology wisely. Also, those of you that have a legitimate uh, business, make arrangements with me so that way I can put you on the show so that way you can promote your, your business and promote your um, products and services. Um, Heavenly Father, I come before you as humble as I know how. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have a successful uh, podcast this evening. Um, thank you for my guest speaker, Lord, Minister Jennifer Devine. Bless her ministry um, and give her her heart's desires. Um, um, I'm asking you, Lord, to uh, perform a miracle on my behalf. Please allow my um, film project to be fully funded um, by um, next spring. Uh, bring bring um, contributors, Lord, to work with me and Sister Renee, Lord, to host a professional fundraising so that way we could um, raise the uh, capital, Lord, to do this um, film and be able to put it in selected theaters and as well as sell our DVDs so that way we can move this um, Christian business from behind the computer and make our presence known starting in the city of Chicago, specifically, oh, yeah. yes, specifically the West Side, um, and more specifically, Austin, Garfield Park, and North Mondale. Touch the um, residents' hearts to receive us, Lord. We're trying to um, come there because that's where a lot of crime and drugs and Gangs are um, destroying our people, Lord. And I'm doing, I'm just trying to be a blessing to the community where I came from. That's all. Yeah. 29 years I've been pushing this of my life. I've been faithful, Lord, to this vision. I wasn't, I wasn't deterred. Um, all the 300 different social networks I was on sharing the same information. A lot of those networks got shut down. So thank you for um, Facebook. This is the last um, groups that I have. All my other groups are wiped out. Wow. So touch people's hearts, Lord, to do their part because um, I'm only one person. When you called Nehemiah to uh, rebuild the wall of Jerusalem, he didn't build that wall by himself. He had um, qualified um, architects, engineers, and bricklayers. So I want to make sure I have qualified people to help me run this Christian business. And for us to make Chicago a model first, hopefully that it will expand to other cities. Um, I want to turn it over. I don't have time to 
I don't want to uh, waste time uh, in America constantly uh, talking to people that just don't care. I want to bring this Christian business to the uh, African continent. But um, I want that credibility, Lord. So once I do come to Africa, um, I don't have to explain myself that my work will, um, um, will um, be able to be able to uh, speak for itself because it's going to be a success. And so I speak success in this type of uh, Christian business. We want to work. Yes, we want to uh, move beyond the four walls of the church in this Christian business and work um, directly with the families that's hurting. We want to meet the need of the community create um, legitimate jobs for young people so that they don't have to um, become criminals uh, through this Christian business um, in terms of um, our uh, international front. Um, we want to make sure that we can um, build a bridge with the um, diaspora and continental Africans. And we want to be able to host um, African tours beginning in South Africa and network with people there, connect with people there that um, I would say uh, African entrepreneurs. So that way they can work with the diaspora here in America and we can trade and that way that can help improve uh, the African economy. When we go to um, Nigeria and Ghana and uh, Liberia and uh, the Gambia, we want to make sure that we help solve the two major problems in West Africa, and that is rolling blackouts and water um, filtration. So we want to bring the best um, of the diaspora to help um, solve those issues. Um, again, we want to um, make sure that um, we screen people.